Guys, we're back. It's been four long months. I've been on pins and needles. We crashed. We burned. We cried. There's so much happening in this episode. Station 19, welcome back. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Guys, welcome back to the Station 19 After Buzz After Show. I am so happy to be back. It's been so long and I've just been waiting. And I've been waiting. And I've been waiting. Guys, I'm Linda Antwi here and I'm with my fabulous co-host, Sahai, who I've missed so much. Missed you too. Hi, welcome back. Thank you. So good to be back. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I mean, they just left us hanging. And then when I found out we were back till March, I was like... March? I know. Are, are they sure about that? It was a long time. It was a really long but time. But they made it, this comeback good. Listen, I was about <laughs> to cry in, in seconds. <laughs> Guys, we have so much for you this episode. We're going to find out who's partying together. We're going to see who is burning and who is crashing. And we're going to learn what's been burning since the beginning of time. So, so hi. What do you think? Overall thoughts? You know, I really enjoyed this episode. They gave me a lot to work with, but there were points that I was like, okay, they they just like it was too long of a wait. You know, mm-hmm. it's, sometimes it was like, okay, because Grey's is at one point in their episodes, and now Station Nineteen is at a different point. So I need them to kind of get back on the same track. But they did that towards the end, which was great. But yeah, there were a lot of cliffhangers, a lot of excitement, a lot of twists and turns that were unexpected. So. They did a good job. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was action-packed, and I agree with you with the time lapse, because while they've been on this extended hiatus, I've still been catching up with Grays, and Grays, we already knew about Ben and Miranda. Exactly. And so I was like, "Mm, what, you guys? (laughs) And if we're going to have crossovers, y'all need to be on the same page. Yeah. Just saying. Mm -hmm. But... Besides that, it was a great episode. I agree. I agree. Um, there were a lot of things that I didn't expect to happen, like, you know, Sullivan. And so we'll, we'll, it was just very surprising. It was. It really <laughs> was. But sometimes it takes a tragedy to bring people together. Yeah. I'll say that. So let's talk about the overall accident, because the accident was what was kind of the thread throughout uh, the episode. So we didn't know what was going to happen to Andy, Shannon, and Sullivan. Yeah. So... We left off this, what, four months ago in November with them crashed. We didn't know who if they survived. We didn't know anything. And then we find out that Sullivan is seriously gravely injured. Yes. We already knew that Shannon was uh, gravely injured. And then we weren't sure about Andy. We knew that she had, you know, a concussion. Right. Um, and then they just kind of jumped right in. So... It kind of got worse from there. Yeah, Andy really pushed through with, like, she was definitely a hero during this whole um, aid car crash. She, to have a concussion and be able to do all the things that she did, take care of two injured people, as well as fight through her own injury, I was definitely hike up impressed. that hill. In the dark. I mean, the fact that she even found the one flare that, right. you know, all the others were wet. So she really impressed me. And I also think, too, that she thrives under pressure. You know, we've seen throughout the other seasons how she likes to take charge. Yeah. But when it comes to pressure and, like, live or die situations, she's fast on her feet and she really, like, saves the day all the time. Like, I think that's that's her thing. She thrives in it. Yeah. Um. I wanted to talk about Shannon. Poor Shannon. So it was Shannon's birthday. Yeah, it was Shannon's birthday. It was a really bad birthday for her. Her boyfriend was going to break up with her. And she got this necklace. And she kind of uh, talked about her grandma and the necklace. 
And she almost foreshadowed what happened to her. I know, Shannon. You know, rest in peace. It, it, if you're, I'm close to my grandma, so I understand. It was like I thought it was a very sweet storyline. The fact that here it is, she was more concerned about her grandma's feeling as she is here slowly dying than even her own feelings. And that, uh, you know, as someone who's also close to the grandma, that was that I really connected with that. Yeah. But you know, Shannon. Um, May she rest in peace. Yeah, she may she rest in peace. Uh, let's talk about Sullivan and this accident. So he his legs were pinned. Yeah, we already know he's tall and and handsome. And yes, yeah, so handsome, <laughs> so so handsome. I was like, oh no, what are they? What are we doing here? Okay, so <laughs> you know, Stacy, I know how you guys like to like stroke the fear, and you caught me. You caught me up in here. So first, I was worried that. Oh my goodness, is he going to be paralyzed? Right. Right? And then I thought he was making it worse when Shannon coded for the second time when he tried to help her. Yes. I mean, he ripped off that neck brace and started literally punching Ch- Shannon in the chest to save her life. So hi. Yes. I, I was like, I even said it to you. I said, I hope, Stacy, that you're not doing what I think you're doing. And I had to stop you. I was like, don't go there. We're not, we're, don't jump to that conclusion. We've just started the, you know, the second part of the, the season. So I'm so, keeping high hopes. Size, so she, she's watering it down. She's like, Linda, girl, they just made him a series regular. So calm down. I said, he just got here. They can't kill him off yet. <laughs> But yeah, I thought, wow, they might kill it. They might kill the two of them. That's what I thought. Shannon and Sullivan? Shannon and Sullivan. I thought we're like toast. Oh, leaving Andy in the eight car by herself. By herself. Drama. Yes. But I like the twist that they did actually write in. Yes, Mm -hmm. I do like the twist that we'll talk about shortly. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we also, we learned a lot during that accident. So... Because he didn't want Andy to fall asleep, yes. he talked about his wife, Claire, mm-hmm. um, and how she used to love to roller skate, their first date in Auburn, and kind of made that joke where, you know, being seven feet off the ground on roller skates, luckily I didn't break my leg. I know. And then the fact that he started talking about to Andy about what he would do, like the fact that working is what kept him going after his wife passed. So if he didn't have his legs anymore, what would he do? Mm -hmm. And it was really sad to, to see him go down that path and Andy having to like pull him back to reality and like help him remain in the present. And as opposed to like thinking about really the future. Yeah. She was really into it. And she, she did a really good job. Yeah. They were really there for each other bonding. They were really bonding in a traumatic situation, Mm -hmm. which we'll talk about next. (laughs) Let's talk about Greg and Ryan. So, uh, when we left off last, last season, that's how long it's been. (laughs) When we left off last episode, it was Friendsgiving and it was a continuation of the Friendsgiving. And we know that Greg and Ryan, uh, showed up at the friends, Friendsgiving because you know, Ryan is everywhere. He's the only police officer in Seattle. Um, <laughs> so Greg is a fugitive and Ryan has to decide whether he's going to turn his dad in right. or if he's going to let his dad flee. Now, you know, I still love Greg. I, I just, every time I see Greg, I just, I just, I really enjoy him. I know he's a criminal, but I like him a lot. He's such, such a likable character. Yeah, he is. He has so a likable face. Yeah, I, that's why I don't want to see him go. I'm like, Ryan, yeah, hold him as long as you can. But I think that's why he made it like a good con man, because you're like, oh, I, I could trust this guy, <laughs> you know? So Greg tells Ryan to turn him in and because he doesn't want his son, who's a police officer, to be harboring a fugitive. 
And Ryan kind of just goes into like reminiscing about his childhood and some memories that he had with his dad. Yeah. I and his dad he... was like, what, what are you doing? And he's I... like, I don't know when I'm going to see you next. Exactly. I think Ryan's just trying to make up for lost time. Like yeah. all those years they didn't speak all those years. He hated his dad. He's yeah. like, let me just hold on to you a little bit longer before I let you go. Yeah. Um, but then Ryan, so they have some, some time where they're like just hanging out and talking and eating and then they, we see them back in this room. Right. And then Ryan starts talking about these maple trees and how uh, they're strong and they can surprise you and they're nice. And I was like, oh, Ryan. He's just talking about his daddy and his daddy issues here. <laughs> and then how he was also saying indirectly how, you know, the maple trees in the storm um, – they stand strong, but he's sure that the police department is going to be busy cleaning up debris so they won't know about this bus stop that's behind these maple trees. And he basically gave his dad an out and he turned around and his dad was gone. So, so sad. he wanted to turn his dad in. I think the cop in him wanted him to turn the dad in, but I also think that it was his dad and there was no way he's going to turn him in. So he wanted his dad to flee. Yeah. But he couldn't say, hey, dad like take off exactly i mean again i think it just boils down to at the end he finally got to know this person who he thought he knew yep. and then he realized he was totally wrong and he ended up just like everyone else like liking greg yep. you know and yep. he didn't want to see anything bad happen to him but now greg's on the run i mean eventually are the police going to be looking for and him and then is ryan gonna get in trouble because you know he was in your custody basically right and you just spent thanksgiving with him so you were the last person to see him so this is a some twists and turns for Ryan. Definitely some twists and turns. Uh, let's talk about uh, Ben. I want to talk about Ben and Miranda. Okay. And then Ben and Dean. Okay. And then we'll talk about Dean and Jack. So first, Ben and Miranda. So we we touched upon it earlier. Right. Um, but Ben in this episode was so worried about Miranda not calling and not communicating with him. Right. But what was interesting when he talked to um, Dean about Miranda was... He got a little taste of his own medicine. So part of the problem that Miranda had with Ben was that he wasn't communicating or he was over-communicating with the things that were happening at work. And it was stressing her out. Correct. And then now she's not communicating with him and it's stressing right. him She's, out. Here she is stuck in an elevator. Yeah. He's overhearing, the, he's hearing, getting information from other people at yeah. the hospital at Gray's, Gray Sloan, and he's worried about his wife just like she's been worried about him. And But it did throw me off. I was like, wait a minute, they're, aren't they back together? But I had to yeah. backtrack where, you know, behind a little bit. So it was, it was interesting to see his point of view at that time mm-hmm. because on Gray's we see more of her point of view. Yeah. So. And I, I just thought it was sad because you know he loves his wife and we'll talk about that a little bit more actually we can just talk about it now because we're on this topic Mm -hmm. so towards the end of the episode he talks about maybe quitting which i thought was interesting sahai because when they uh did the intervention which we'll talk about now yes but he identified himself as a doctor. Yes, he did. Now, when he, he said, be- I am a doctor. Yes, he did. And he said it loud and proud. Now, Miranda told him when he chose to become a firefighter, he cannot quit this. He was started out as an anesthesiologist. Then he became a doctor. Then he became a firefighter. Ben, I'm going to need you to choose something. I know, but he's thinking about his marriage. I think that when Miranda put them on this sabbatical hiatus, it broke his heart. And I don't think that 
he wants to ever feel that. And he even said it. He in Grays, he said, "You can never do this. We have to work through it together." And I think that he thinks that part of her heart problem and part of the timeout was the stress of his job. Totally, but it's too late, buddy. Your wife done had a, had all these heart issues because of this job. You cannot now go back and be like, psych, I don't want to do this anymore after she's already... You, she's been through enough and you've been through enough and your marriage has been through yeah, enough. Yeah, but so. even if he's doing it for love, Sahai, he's doing no, it for love. This, look, this she marriage. told you, stay where you are, stick it out. You can't just be willy-nilly and just switch all the time. I don't time. know. I don't know. I don't know. But let's just establish the fact that we are happy that Ben and Miranda are back together. We are very happy that they're back together. They were definitely relationship goals. Yes. And I was mad about it when you all did what you did. And you know what you did for <laughs> so long. I kept the faith. I knew. So they, I did keep the I faith. I kept the faith. I knew they were going to get back together. I was mad about it. <laughs> bitter. Yeah, I was bitter about it. But I'm glad that all worked out. Yes. The boo was just a small bump in the road. Glip, glip. <laughs> okay, let's talk about... Jack. Yes. Okay, so Jack has PTSD from that last major incident. The last huge fire, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been dealing with it. Not at all. And so, and part of his issue is also, I think, abandonment issues, right? So abandonment issues, almost dying. So he moves in with Dean, which I think was great about Dean letting him, you know, his best friend move in because right. Dean has some... Boundary issues. Uh, but he's not dealing with it. So he's not sleeping and he's not dealing with his issues and he's pushing the people that are closest to him away. Right. Do you think also that his issue, part of this issue, because you said abandonment and the fact that his relationship with Andy ended, I feel like is a part of like all these issues. Like it's all hitting him at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe he feels like he doesn't have anyone to talk to. He really pushed back during that intervention. Mm-hmm. He, he was angry. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about next, but yeah, he really did push back. He really was like, are you, he, he felt like he was ambushed. Yeah. And um, he got very defensive. Very, very. Which you is a sign to me that you know something's wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was like, he's really about to spill all the tea? Because, you know, you never spill the tea on your bestie. <laughs> so the only reason he didn't spill the tea on um, Vic was because it got interrupted by Ripley. Yeah. But he was he called everyone out. He's like, Dean, you don't have a family. And uh, Ben, you don't have a home. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, no, he did not. Yes, he did. He was angry. He was really not having it. But then it's because he wasn't uh, dealing with his issues. Let's talk. And what I liked about the intervention, too, is Captain Perrett. So we're kind of yes. segueing into this. But before we segue into... Uh, the intervention. Let's, because we're so excited to be back, but we need to talk about our network and yes. all the great things that happen here. Yes. So we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk, um, for helping us to continue to grow. We could really use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation and we'll definitely respond. And being a part of the AfterBuzz TV family has meant so much to all of us. And we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying all our shows like this one. Yes! (laughs) And guys, we are also on Spotify, so... 
you know, download us on Spotify and like pop it in the car and listen on your drive to wherever you are. Yes, your drive to work, your drive home. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. You you know, we're on these streets in LA. <laughs> um, okay, so we have this intervention and we have Captain Pruitt. It took Pruitt, by the way, to kind of pay attention to everything that's going on in his firehouse. Right. Former. Right. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. And we'll talk about that too. It is Firehouse. So he, he gathers the troops. As if it was a meeting, and he's like, you know what? I'm mad because I'm worried about Jack, and you all should be worried about Jack too. And something is off. He's sleep deprived. He's troubled. And why are you guys not all communicating? He's like, I raised you better than right. that. And this is not how it's going to be. I, but it's because they were they can't communicate with Sullivan. I know. So they're just they're just not communicating. But I also think because uh, Pruitt has taken a step back, he's able to look from the outside in now. Mm. And so he sees things from a different perspective. Because, you know, when you're, like, busy doing the day-to-day, you mm-hmm. can miss things like like one of your employees not doing well. So I think the fact that he's no longer there on a day-to-day basis did help him observe this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I can take that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um, and then, so I know we talked about it a little bit, but I also wanted to talk about how uh, Jack lashed out at Bishop at at, at Maya mm-hmm. and saying that you're you're trying to take my job as lieutenant. Right. Right? Because that's a big thing that happens towards the end of the episode. Um so I was like, oh Jack Jack is going through some things. He right is. Now. I mean, but Maya, we opened up the episode with Maya like she's a lieutenant now at station twenty three and it seems like she was like adjusting to that. So then when Pruitt made her the interim lieutenant when they went to go look mm-hmm. for Andy. I was like, mm, he was mad. Yeah. Jack was mad. Not only was she interim, but he bent, Pruitt benched Jack. Yes. And benched Jack for looking in, and prevented him from looking for Andy, which, you know, is part of his whole thing. So mm-hmm. he really had an issue and he yeah. really took it hard. Uh, let's talk about Ripley and Vic. <sighs> yeah. So... What I think was so funny about Ripley and Vic in the beginning, so uh, fast forward to the beginning, of, or rewind, I should say, to the beginning of the episode, we know that they just had sex. Yes. Um, and then they're sitting down to eat at this th- uh, Friendsgiving, and when the announcement comes that uh, Andy, not Andy, Maya. Yes. Maya is going to Station 23. They're like, oh, well, Vic, you dated that dude at 23. Tell us what 23 is about. And it got all awkward yes. because Ripley was at the table. <laughs> and she's like, I didn't date anyone. Well, yeah, you did remember that. So And, so, and I was like, oh, awkward. Yes. And then halfway through the episode, Ripley brings it up again. He's, he's like, oh, so you dated... Mayhorn? Yeah. So, yeah, he remembered. She tried to brush it off, but Ripley remembered and... You know, I had some issues with this relationship, and I thought there would I would have seen some growth from Vic, but I did not. 
Oh, please do elaborate. Because as we see later on, I'm kind of going towards the end, but so we see here it is. She's still unable to kind of just talk to him about this previous relationship. So the the communication issue, communication hasn't evolved yet. Then they're having dinner at this diner and Ripley's like, oh, this could be our spot. And she's like, ah, she kind of brushes it off. And then she seduces him. It's like, Vic, okay, let's talk sometimes. Let's use our mouths instead of our bodies to communicate. Yeah, but maybe she doesn't know any better. And I think that... Because why? Because she's too young or just inexperienced? No, I don't think she's too young at all. I don't think she's too young. I think that maybe she just hasn't had a proper grown-up relationship where you use your words and communicate. Okay, I'll take But I do think that. that these two are... Interesting, because when they first got together, I was like, "Ooh, this is hot." <laughs> but watching them interact, I don't know. Like, I you you get a sense of because she does her character doesn't come off as young, but together she comes off as young when she's with him. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's also that the fact that she's his employee? Yeah, maybe. maybe yeah, maybe. I'm like, ooh, this episode. I was like, ooh. Am I having an issue with them? Because I love them together. I think they look good together. I like, I think it is sexy to see them together, mm-hmm. but it just bothers me. Ripley, you know what it is? I just have a soft spot for him. He's the, you know, his wife passed away, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so he's a, he's a widow, you know, and here it is. He's putting himself out there with this younger woman, his employee, and he's really trying with her, which we rarely see. You know, some guys, they, they can barely put two words together and tell you how they feel. And he's putting yeah. that out all on the table for her. And she's like, uh, let's just go in the front seat and have sexy time. Eh, I mean, he could have it worse. (laughs) Maybe it's working for him for now. I mean, for real. (laughs) Um, Let's talk about how uh, then, so the end, they wrap, they say, Maya saves the day, basically. Yes. Well, between her and Andy, because Andy set the flare up and Maya ends up finding them, and they get rescued. Um, and then they fast forward four months, which is something that Station 19 loves to do. They mm-hmm. love to, like, go, 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 go. And you're like, <clears throat> excuse me, wait a minute. Right. Four months? It's been four months? Right. Okay. Like, just as you're you're processing the fact that we're still in the past, yeah. then they're like, psych, psych, speed it up, we're in the present. Yeah, those four months that you made me wait are now here. <laughs> exactly. I, I see how you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we fast forward four months, and Andy is getting a medal for valor yes. and bravery for um, the rescue during the, rescue, the, the storm. The storm just being awesome, mm-hmm. which I thought was great. Um, but then we see that Andy has some PTSD herself. Yes. And I think, you know how you were saying that Andy like thrives under pressure. Mm -hmm. I think she thrives under pressure in the moment, but afterwards it affects her. And that's what we're seeing here. And I think that this one, uh, Shannon's death affected her a lot Mm -hmm. more than we know. And we're probably going to find out more as the season goes on. Uh, cause when she was getting the, the metal, she had a flashback of that situation. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was like, oh, this mm-hmm, is not good. Mm-hmm. So here we are, four months later, Andy has PTSD. Jack had been going to therapy four t- for the four months, three times a week. And what were your thoughts on Maya, you know, going to visit him after, after he left therapy? I was like, what's going Every on time. here? Hmm. Every time. I was like, at first I was like, oh, 
you're picking him up three times a week. Mm -hmm. But then I thought maybe she's making sure that he gets there because she is the only person he's talking to because he's isolated himself from everyone else, especially his best friend, Dean. Right. Right. So at first I thought, ooh, what? what?" I'm hoping something happens. Are you? Yes, I like this. Girl, we'll talk about that in predictions <laughs> <Yes>. then. Um, <laughs> and then we see Rickley and Vic dating, which we just talked about. Mm-hmm. And then the party for Andy. So this party for Andy, and we see Andy like we saw Andy in, in season one, where she was with Ryan. Jack, Ryan, Jack, Ryan, just... Whoever she's comfortable with. Okay, I get it. I got you. So we see her not wanting to deal with her PTSD. Right. But also using Ryan as a, almost like a crutch because she knows him. Sex toy. Yeah. That's what she used him, just like uh, Victor and Ripley. Yeah. Like well, just, it's a little bit of just, I don't know, maybe he, but she used him in a, in the sense that she used him to avoid Communicating. Com- communicating with yeah. him. Yes. Which is, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. See, see yeah. there's a little bit of there's connection there. There's a little bit of a parallel. <laughs> but they do have that history, and they do have that on again, off again, on again. And she did say, you know, you are the only one that gets me in this situation, which, you know, we know is not true. She has friends that understand who she is. She's just not communicating with them mm-hmm. that she has PTSD. Um, So then we have this party, and... The funniest moment, I have a funny moment, is when uh, Captain Pruitt says, who's Cardib? So, I died. It, he's adorable. So I cute. I know. I died. And, I like, and he was quickly corrected that it was Cardi, Cardi B. B. It was awesome. By it's Travis. Like, um, so the party. And then we have uh, Ben back at home, which he was already home. So mm-hmm. thank you for the four months. Travis is single. So Travis and Grant broke up, and I I am sad about that because I really liked Grant. Yeah, after and he could all they cook. went through to even get yes, together, right? In the accident, and nursing back to health. I know, but that caught me, that caught me by surprise. The fact that they broke up, I didn't expect that to happen. I didn't expect Travis to be like, okay, well, look, I've been feeling this for a long time. Do you think Grant was caught by surprise? Or he, do you think he really? Because Travis was like, I know you've been feeling it too, but do you? No, think he I think was? I think Grant was caught by surprise because Grant didn't say anything right. back to that. He just allowed him to have his moment, and I think Grant uh, realized that Travis still has issues to work out with with his uh, dead husband because he still wears the the ring, mm-hmm. and then in the moment of heat and anger, he called Grant uh, Michael. Michael, which is. His ex. And that's when he was like, this isn't working. Well, it's not working because you just called your man your ex-man's name. Your deceased ex-husband's so, name. So what's Grant going to tell his grandma now? After she no, did <laughs> she did it all. I know. She schemed to get maybe, them together. I maybe. I mean, maybe. Well, maybe that's, that's So I, I'm keeping hope alive for them. So, yeah, there was that. And then um, there's a ding-dong at the oh. door. And it's Sullivan with his cane and some wine. Here's what got me. So we already know that Andy and Ryan just had sex and they all have that. They both have the afterglow. And then Sullivan shows up and you see the spark, the spark between him and Andy. And then everyone sees it and Ryan sees it. So Ryan's like, oh, hey, remember me? I remember like all Mm -hmm. territorial. Yeah. And then Sullivan responded, well, 
I, I can't shake your hand because they're full. One's with the cane and one's with the wine. Shade. <laughs> Sullivan is shady Sullivan. Like, and the love triangle <laughs> begins. Well, here Andy goes in another love triangle. Right. Because that's what she does. Mm-hmm. And she likes complicated situations, she including really... in, also including her love life. So, Yeah. But Sullivan was looking cute with the little cane and the champagne. I was like, hey, because we saw him. I, I was, when they were wrapping up the aid car crash, I was like, did I see two body bags? But you corrected me. It was only um, Shannon. The, Shannon that passed away. But we had we didn't know what happened to Sullivan. Like, was he paralyzed? You know? What did he? We didn't know what happened to to see him walking and know that he was well was really nice. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen, but when he showed up at the apartment, mm-hmm. no one was happy. There at uh, Maya was like, "Oh, you're here in my apartment," and then you see everyone kind of looking over, like, "What's happening?" Yeah, that's what it was weird. Their reaction was weird, but it's not weird because remember, he has not established a relationship with them. He's been the rules guy with them, yeah, and and work only with them. The only person he's opened up to is Andy. So she has and more of a bond. She has the only bond. Yeah, they went for coffee. And then they survive this traumatic event together. They don't know him any other way. She's the only one that knows him this way. Do you think something, like, in coming episodes, we'll see that something has happened between Andy and Sullivan? Like, like prior to that party that we just aren't privy to yet? It's possible. I I felt like something has happened between them. It's possible, because Andy looked at them looking at her, and she didn't give... (laughs) <laughs> she knew they were looking but she was like She's I don't like, care I don't care mm-hmm. it's all good mm-hmm. <sighs> it was a great episode very good really really good and I know there's more to come but as we move forward guys if you watch us you know we do a really fun segment that we like to call fire facts where we learn all things about fire since it's a fire show about a fire station and about a bunch of firefighters sexy firefighters but firefighters so, first fire fact. During wildfires, it's uh, amazing that trees can actually explode if water is deep inside the tree because the water turns into the steam and the steam expands the trunk of the tree and then it explodes. Interesting. Right? I thought so too. Uh, I think I mentioned this way back in our first season, but I'm not sure if I did, so I thought I would throw this in too. Did you know that you can start a fire with ice? I did not know that. You can start a fire with ice. And maybe this season we'll show you how. Because you can do it with a spoon. It's like a whole weird thing. But yeah, you can do it. We'll have a fire extinguisher nearby. They're not going to let me set a fire in the (laughs) studios. So y'all have to look it up on YouTube. (laughs) Earth is the only known planet where fire can burn. Everywhere else... Why do you think that it can't burn? Because it doesn't have, what is it, oxygen? Ding, ding, ding. Good job. Not enough oxygen on any other planet but planet Earth. Uh, Spontaneous combustion is real. So some fuel sources can generate their own heat by rotting, for instance. So did you know that pistachios have so much natural oil and are so prone to heat generating fat decomposition? decomposition that the International Maritime Dangerous Goods Code regards them as 
dangerous. I did not know that. And so I enjoy pistachios. I love me some pistachios. Right? But did you know that pistachios uh, can self-combust? I did not know that. Can you say self like pist- that pistachios are combustible. That's it. Yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. say self. They're not human. <laughs> um, yeah, they're combustible because of the natural oil. So y'all be careful with your pistachios. Mm-hmm. Eat them quick. <laughs> that is the solution. Um, and last but not least, uh, actually I have two. So second last, coal lo- located underground in Australia in an area called Burning Mountain has been burning for over 6,000 years. That's really cool. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like that. I thought so, too. Um, I have a question for you and a question for you guys, our audience. Okay. Can you name something or somewhere that has been burning since the beginning of time? Something or somewhere. Can it be like a volcano? It could be like a volcano. Okay. Is so that your final answer? Yes. I'm going to say volcano. That is not right. Oh. So it's the sun. I was going to say the sun. The sun is made up of 75% hydrogen, 24% helium, and small amounts of carbon, iron, neon, and of course, oxygen. All of these elements combined make up the fire. And this fire burns on the surface at 9,941 degrees Fahrenheit. For my Canadian friends, that's 5,500 degrees Celsius. Um, So, yeah. I was going to say the sun. Always Interesting. Go, always go with your gut. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Just like I did with uh, Miranda and Ben. Yeah, there I knew, you go. She's, I knew in my heart. She's holding on to that wind. <laughs> the wind. She had the wind. <laughs> Guys, those are our fire facts. If you have any fire facts for us, please do let us know um, in the comments. And let's move on to some news and gossip. So there's been a lot of news and gossip, but I pulled up. Uh, the ones that I thought were the most fun. So the first one is The Family. And The Family is the cast and Stacey McGee. They are partying just pre this winter finale. And I thought, I love it. They're like a family. They are. You know? And I love that it looks like they all get along. You yeah, know? they do. I and seeing Stacey there was cool, too, because it's not just the cast. It's yeah. like the whole team. The, the whole team, the creator mm-hmm. as well. Um, we have Boris and, you know, I cannot ever have enough Boris. And I thought Boris and this picture of him and his accident and all this stuff, I thought it was really appropriate. We have two Boris photos. Yeah, we have two. So this is just because I think he looks hot in a suit. He does look very handsome. That's really why I actually... Uh, put that up. And I wonder if that suit is from his own clothing line. You know he has a line of suits with his brother. I did not know that. Oh, yes. Fun like, fact. Mm-hmm. And maybe it is, and maybe he's modeling for his line. Uh, Guys, know. if you know the name of the line, please do let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the one I was talking about where it was in honor of everything he was going through in this episode. And the caption on this says, anybody need a fire put out? <laughs> so we know that he's going to be coming back in full swing once he recuperates. And I'm wondering how long they're going to drag out his leg issues. Well, I thought he would be in the hospital and unable to move. So to see him stepping out with the cane. But you have to remember, it's four months after the accident. Oh, true. Right? So... That means he went through some rehab. But, you know, some people end up in comas and, you know, I, I'm just True. surprised. I'm happy he's able to walk. I am happy that he's able to walk, too. And because we're in Shondaland and, you know, I love me some Grey's Anatomy, 
I pulled this photo. It said, excited for our friends from three blocks down to be back on Thursday. And we have Jake from Gray's. And, of course, we have our one and our only... She looks beautiful. She looks gorgeous. Yeah, she really, really does. Maya looks amazing. She really does. And that's Schmidt. Yeah. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love him. And then, so Stacy kind of did a stake, uh, takeover today pre the winter um, premiere. Mm-hmm. I keep saying finale because it, I felt like it was <laughs> too long. And I pulled a couple that I thought were really great questions. So the first question was, will Maya find a love interest Ask Stacy, and Stacy says signs point to yes mm-hmm. in all capitals. And then we have there. There's someone was wondering if there's some real story behind the stories that she tells here, right? And she says for sure there are so many. Actually, all the writers come in with personal stories, and I'm always happy to enhance them and put them on screen. And then in all caps, she says, no one is safe. For instance, I may know someone whose testicles caught fire in their shower school. Wow. Right? That's intense. Um, And then she's asked, what's it like working with Janai? And can we please have a musical episode of Station 19? And she said, it's a dream working with her. She's just a bright spot in any day. She works so hard. She has the most amazing presence and attitude. So much talent. Big love to her. And as for the musical episode, dot, dot, dot. Hmm. I'll think about it. Mm. Now, speaking of Jaina, she did a takeover on the Station 19 Instagram. And she had a photo of, uh, they were saying for the aid car scene, that they were actually tilted at a 45 degree angle, which messed with their equilibrium. Which I thought was really interesting because, you know, we see the episode, but we don't know what the actors are actually going Going through. through. Also, um, a friend of mine is a production assistant on Station 19. So he's been posting pictures with the cast and crew. And I'm like, hmm, Hmm. maybe we'll get some inside scoop from him. Maybe. I'm hoping. Anything is possible. I love it. Let's move on to our predictions. And now. You're after Buzz TV prediction. All right, so how you're up? So I think there's going to be something between Jack and Maya. I don't. The fact that she's the only one talking to him right now shows that he trusts her. And I just felt a little bit of a spark. I think when Andy finds out, she's going to be mad that her girl is messing with her ex. And Ryan is setting himself up to be heartbroken again. I think Andy is using him, like you said, as a crutch. But whenever she does this, it ends up with him being hurt and her like using him to kind of heal herself. Um, I also think this Sullivan relationship between Andy and Sullivan is going to really develop. Um, But Maya's messy. She's messy Maya. I mean, messy Andy sometimes. And so (laughs) she's going to, you know, have another love triangle on her hands. And and I think Ryan's going to end up being hurt. I think she I see her and Sullivan working because their personalities are very similar. They're very strong personalities. And last, I kind of hope that Travis and Grant get back together. You know, grandma worked so hard. So. Me too. Those are my predictions. Um, okay, so my prediction, first one is I don't think Maya's going to go to Station 23. She's mm-hmm. either going to turn down the promotion or she's going to get there and like mess it up because she misses her family, her team. Mm. Um, I think that there's going to be a tug of war between Pruitt and 
Captain Pruitt and Captain Sullivan mm. because Sullivan has been out, and as we know, it's been four months, and Pruitt's been the intern um, captain. captain. So I think that when he's ready to come back, there's going to be a battle of the wills. Okay. Uh, I think that um, I'm hoping like you, I don't think we've seen the last of Grant. I think Grant is going to force Travis to deal with his issues and probably will give him another chance. So I think that we'll see more of him. Um, I am hoping, so it's kind of like a hope slash prediction, <laughs> but I want Dean to find love. And if you remember JJ, yes, she was a mess, a and, mess. Not, and not for him. Not at all. And I think it's interesting, and I know that Ben and Miranda just got back together, and I don't want anything to happen, but I also think it's interesting how Dean is always complimenting Miranda. Mm, and if he you, did take her side today. Yes, and he's always like, Dr. B <gasps> this. And the last episode when they were at the hospital, he was like talking her up too. So, no, I don't, don't no. say it. Don't I'm not, say it. I'm Miranda not. is a faithful, loving wife. I'm she not. just got her husband back. No. But I would love a toward affair with a younger man. (laughs) And of all men, Dean is the one. Girl. (laughs) I mean, Ben did say he wanted to leave firefighting. He may have to after this. I mean, Ben, I need you to stick with the job. (laughs) (laughs) You are out of it. She's like, Ben, you're not going anywhere. Mm -mm. But I mean, you know, if, if something happens with Dean and Miranda, Ben can't stay at that station, obviously. Right? Well, that's true. That's true. Um, I think... Question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think... You saw how Maya felt guilty that she had switched um, for the day with Andy and Andy ended up in the aid car and then ended up in this mm-hmm. ditch. Do you think the fact Maya's going to feel like guilty for being lieutenant when Andy's over here getting like medaled for all the hard work that she does? She did, you know, she's been doing. Like, is she going to be like, damn, do I really deserve this lieutenant position? My girl is the one actually over here, like, pulling people out of ditches and stuff. No, I don't think so. Because you remember when Jack got sidelined mm-hmm. and then Pruitt was like, you're up. She's like, okay. I think she's she's thinking of herself because we dealt with this last season where, uh, and even, well, not even last season, I keep saying last season, you guys, because it's been four months. <laughs> yeah. It feels like last I'm season. I'm telling you, it throws you but off. But earlier this season, Sullivan was basically like, you know what? You need to start thinking about yourself. True. And your own career. And I think that she took that to heart. Yeah. And that's what she's doing. Okay. All right. We'll see. Guys, we are so excited to be back. And we love hearing from you, as you guys know. If you watch and if you haven't watched and this is your first time, thank you for joining us. I'm Linda Entwee. You can find me all across social media. Hit me up with all your Station 19 news, gossip, whatever you want to talk about. I'll hit you right back. And I'm Sahai Wilson. You can find me at Say Hi Sahai. And thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. Yeah, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.